This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. So I have a solo episode for you all today and you all seem to love these episodes. You must love the sound of my voice, which is good to hear um, because I sure don't. I cannot for the life of me listen back to my own episodes of the podcast. It's just too cringy. Anyway, I've got a good episode for you today. However, I'm in a bit of a bad mood and that is because, let's rewind, let's rewind to about two years ago. I ended up getting Invisalign. Now, my teeth weren't that bad, but I thought, what the heck, I'm going to get it done. My front two teeth kind of crossed over each other and so I wanted to get that fixed. Anyway, look, long story short, two years later, I finished it all, all my retainers and I have massive gaps in my front teeth. I mean, huge, like could almost fit a finger in it. It looks horrendous. So I've been refunded a part of the price of what it cost me to get Invisalign. And I'm saying Invisalign, but it actually, that wasn't the brand. It was another brand. And look, I don't want to out them because I think I'm an outlier. I think this doesn't happen a lot. And I'm just the lucky one that it happened to. Anyway, they've partly refunded me. And I go to the dentist and he's like, look, you're going to need proper veneers, like the, the fancy expensive ones that the stars get for my front four teeth. Ugh, I can't believe it. That's like, it's like two grand per tooth. Anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Actually, I know why I'm telling you this. It's because I'm, I work from home and I just got the news and I'm frustrated and I've got no one to vent to. So sorry, you're copying all my anger. I mean, the perk is that I'm going to have incredible teeth. I'm just going to be broke. Win some, you lose some, hey? Anyway, that's just a little life update for you all. Besides having really gappy teeth, my life is great. Work is fantastic. I can't explain to you how happy my girls make me. And just seeing them progress, grow, change physically and mentally is just so incredibly fulfilling. I feel so blessed to be able to do this as a job. It's literally a dream. People ask me all the time, like, oh, how did you find out what your calling was? Because I feel so, I feel so convicted that this is what I was meant to do. Like with all of my being, I feel that 100%. It absolutely sets my soul on fire. So It's just such a blessing for me and I remind myself of that every day. Today, what I did want to focus on was eating out. And this is a really common question that pops up within my coaching from my girls is a bit of panic around what do I do if I'm eating out or at certain parties or social events? How do I manage my calorie intake? How do I not go overboard and fall into some kind of binging? Or how do I not overly restrict and feel like I'm not allowing myself to indulge at all? So I've outlined some really practical tips that I want to share with you guys today. So the first one is when you are choosing a meal, eating out. Now, I'm assuming that if you're feeling, feeling nervous about eating out or 
unsure on what to choose, you're usually in a fat loss phase, right? So you're wanting to eat in a calorie deficit and you feel like if you're going to go out and get a meal that you don't know exactly how many calories are in that meal and then that might tip you over your calories for the day or for the week and you're not going to see any progress. So if you go out for dinner, my first piece of advice would be to always choose a meal around a protein source. So look for a lean protein source. Now that could be a piece of fish, that could be um, some chicken breast, a steak, but make sure that on the meal that you choose that it is really centered around a protein source. So that is tip number one. Tip number two is that when you do go and eat out, it's quite easy to overconsume, usually because there's different elements on a plate that I suppose are more indulgent. For example, if you were to go out and have like a snitty, okay, now a snitty is crumbed and is fried. And so it's not just a lean piece of meat. It then has additional, I suppose, calories and elements to it that are going to make it more calorie dense. But that is usually served with a side of chips as well. So Within that meal, you've got two really indulgent pieces of food. Now, if you're wanting to be really mindful of how many calories you're consuming when you're eating out, I always suggest choosing one element of your meal that is more indulgent. For example, if you were going to go out and have a snitty, then I would have a snitty and then order a side salad as opposed to a snitty and chips. Or if you're really wanting some hot chips, then you could go for a lean protein sauce, like a white fish that is uh, grilled and then have your serve of chips on the side. So you're indulging and enjoying yourself, but you're also then really reducing the amount of calories you're eating by just choosing that one indulgent element of your meal. Same goes for if you're going to have a entree and say you want a dessert as well. Well, then I would choose just one of those options. So do you either want an entree or do you want to save some of those calories for dessert rather than having all three? Now, This, like I said, is more focused on fat loss. So if you are wanting to kind of quote unquote stay on track when you're eating out, that would be my recommendation. However, if you are eating out because it's someone's birthday or you're celebrating a really special event in your life, then go for gold. One night of bad eating and not even bad eating, but going over your calories is not going to impact any kind of fat loss in the long term. It's all about consistency, right? There's 365 days in a year. If 364 of those, or even less than that, let's say 320 days are really consistent, then you will absolutely make progress. So look at the big picture and just try not to overthink it too much. Okay, so that is my second tip. Now, my third tip is regarding how do you actually track how many calories are in a meal? So Let's take the example of the schnitty. I'm sorry, I keep saying schnitty. And for my international listeners, a schnitty is a schnitzel. And here in Australia, we like to shorten things, you know, chocky, biggy. Or if you had a biscuit that was chocolate, you would call it a chocky, biggy. Okay, so I was talking about tracking. So what you would do is you would go into MyFitnessPal or using an app, whatever app you use to track calories. And I would find just a generic version of that food so if it was a schnitzel you would just find a schnitzel or if you had lasagna you would go and find a lasagna now i always recommend adding about two to three hundred additional calories on top of that purely because most meals that are made in a restaurant are usually cooked with a lot of butter and with oil and it just gives you a bit more of a buffer 
It's better to overestimate than to underestimate. Then lastly, guys, enjoy yourself. Eating out is a part of life. That's where we build relationships. We make memories. And if we isolate ourselves because we are fearful of the amount of calories in a meal or we're not sure, you know, what kind of meal we should choose in order for us to stay underneath our calorie amount, then in my opinion, that's actually really unhealthy. A huge element of health is the social aspect of it. And really, you want to enjoy your life, right? You don't want to get so caught up and neurotic with hitting under a certain calorie amount that you miss out on living your life. I also think it's a really big red flag that you are developing disordered eating if you are really isolating yourself and if you are not going out and enjoying a meal out with friends or with family. So take the pressure off. Understand that you can absolutely go out and eat. You don't need to control everything that you consume by cooking it at home. You can go out and enjoy a meal and still lose fat. I have got so many clients that consistently eat out on a daily basis and are dropping fat like no one's business. It just comes down to education, making wise decisions, understanding that if you do want to lose fat, there needs to be some kind of compromise. For example, maybe making some wiser choices when it comes to what meals you choose. But you can get incredible results by living your life, socializing, going to parties, eating foods that are, you know, quote unquote, more indulgent or foods that are more calorie dense as long as you are consistent most of the time. All right. I hope that was really helpful for you guys. It's taken the fear away from eating out. Um, If you have any questions for me, you can always reach out to me. Instagram is the best place to catch me on. Send me a DM. I'd love to answer your questions or send me through topic ideas that you'd like me to cover on the podcast. I'd be more than happy to receive them. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of it and share it onto your stories. I really want this content to be able to reach as many people as possible so I can impact and help as many girls as I possibly can. If you haven't already, hit that little love heart button on Spotify or the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts so you are alerted when I drop a new episode. I had so much fun today, guys. I'm going to leave you gappy teeth and all. I'll be back in your ears next week. Big love, Coach Tash.